You're now listening to Kingdom Empowerment Center's Empowerment Podcast. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory. Hallelujah. Glory. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Holy are you, Lord. Hallelujah. Come on, some. Hallelujah. Still on mute. Hallelujah. Just where you are, give God praise. Holy are you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you. Oh, because we worship and adore you. We love you, Lord, more than anything today. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Give God praise where you are. Give God praise because he is holy. He is holy. Holy, holy, holy Lord God Almighty are you this morning. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Sister Unique, for leading us uh, in, in, in that song this morning uh, in, in, in the worship to God. Uh, thank you for that this morning. Hallelujah, hallelujah. God is on the throne. Part of the song, she said, the Lord is on the throne. The one and true living God is on the throne this morning. And we give him praise. We lift him up. God is in control. I know you think Corona is in control. God is still in control. God is still King of Kings and Lord of Lords. And we've got to remember that, declare that, and recognize that, that God is on the throne and holy is the Lord throughout the nations what she's saying today. Amen, amen, amen. God be praised today. Amen. We welcome you again this Mother's Day. We thank God for you. We thank God for our biological, spiritual mothers, mothers that have helped to raise us, uh, pour into us. We thank God for you uh, and praise God today for you. If you're watching on Facebook, we encourage you to uh, host a watch party even right now. Uh, share this with somebody. You are going to be blessed today. Don't hold it to yourself. Tell somebody, text somebody. We're here because uh, you are going, you are in for a treat and even already. It's been blessings already, and, and they've already missed some stuff, so don't let them miss anything more. Amen. Uh, even right now, I want to introduce, we have a guest speaker today. I thank God for her. I met her uh, last year, um, part of the clergy group that we were doing at Kingdom Empowerment Center for clergy um, throughout Cambridge. Um, her name is Pastor Prophetess Natasha Sewell. hope I said that right. Uh, pastor Tasha. Uh, she serves as a senior pastor of the Third Chord International Ministries in Quincy, Massachusetts. And the Lord called her to preach the gospel in accordance with Isaiah chapter 6. Uh, she accepted this calling to minister healing and deliverance to the brokenhearted and wounded of soul. Her first ministry, though, is to her family. She is a devoted wife of and the proud mother of four beautiful young adult children. Amen. Pastor Natasha is committed to ministering to the, to the spiritual needs of God's people. She is also the owner and the operator of Third Chord Biblical Counseling Services. So she provides Christ-centered, Bible-based soul care to those who suffer from past hurt and relational brokenness. 
So I thank God for Pastor Tasha today. I thank God for her being with us. And so Pastor Tasha, I'm going to turn it over to you. God bless you and and, uh, speak the word of the Lord today. Pastor Tasha. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord Jesus. Oh, glory to God. That worship was such a blessing. I was, I mean, I was just sitting here trying to hold my place here in my seat. Um, I'm, I'm grateful to be here this morning. God bless you all. Thank you, um, Pastor Lorraine, for this opportunity to come and minister to the people. Uh, happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. Um, every mother, every auntie, every grandmama, every stepmother who are really just mothers and bonus mothers anyway, spiritual mothers, um, and even mothers who have lost children, you are still mothers. Amen. Um, even mothers who desire to be mothers and just haven't crossed that threshold yet, you are still mothers in the making. So happy Mother's Day to all of of you out there. Um, God bless you. Even those who have lost their mothers like myself, um, you know, I'm praying for you today because today can be a difficult day for some um, because it's a reminder of what we've lost. So Father, I thank you for being here in the midst of these wonderful people. I thank you, Lord, for just this wonderful day. It is the day that you have made and we will rejoice and be glad in it. I pray that you bless this word. I pray that you bless your people. I pray that you would speak specifically to your people. I pray that everybody would walk away from this word with an individual word for themselves, Lord God. I pray that you would flow. Lord God, less of me and more of you. Let me decrease and you increase, Lord God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Let the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be acceptable in thy sight. Hide me behind the cross, O Lord God. Bless your people today, Lord Jesus. And we give you, we give you all the honor and glory and praise in Jesus' name. I feel the presence of God. Y'all going to have to excuse me if I I go off a little bit because I feel so excited about this word. I feel excited about what God is getting ready to do in this season. People, we're surrounded by death. We're surrounded by, you know, destruction isolation and all kinds of things, but God is doing something in the atmosphere. And as much as we see that there is being lost, there is gain coming as well. God is pouring out blessings in the midst of all of the mess that we see. But the enemy always wants us to focus on what we're losing and not seeing what we're gaining. I, I, I can't explain to you how excited I am in my spirit about uh, what God is doing in the earth. Uh, Actually, uh, a four weeks ago uh, to tomorrow, um, my father passed away. Um, And two days prior to that, my ex-husband, my father's children died suddenly as well. Those were two incredible losses in my life and in my family. But at the same time, I can see God in the middle of all that. I can see God doing great things in spite of the loss. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm here to encourage you today that even though there may be loss, there may be incredible loss and maybe little loss, loss of freedom, loss of the way things used to be. God is getting ready to pour out some incredible blessings on his people. And so today my message is position yourself. 
position yourself, get yourself ready, make sure you're in the right place at the right time to receive what God has for you. Position yourselves. Amen. The verse I'm going to be coming from in the passage of scripture is coming from second Chronicles chapter 20 verse 17. And it reads as follows. I like the new King James. I love King Jimmy, but I like the new King James. <laughs> it's a little easier to read. Amen. Verse 17. New, sorry, you will not need to fight this battle. Position yourselves, stand still and see the salvation of the Lord who is with you. O Judah and Jerusalem. Do not fear or be dismayed. Tomorrow, go out against them, for the Lord is with you. He said in this scripture, position yourselves. Amen. Position's important. Um, and, and, and throughout this particular chapter, it's a great chapter. I really recommend you spend some time with it. It's been a chapter that I've been munching on since about maybe October when the Lord really directed me to, to, to read it and study it. It's an incredible chapter, especially for those of us that are going through some kind of spiritual opposition. There are battles that we are going to have to fight. There are battles that we are going to have to face. There are battles that are going to be, uh, they're going to present themselves like they're going to bowl us over and crush us. But I'm telling you right now, there are some battles, amen, that God alone, it can fight for us. And what God wants us to do in the midst of what we cannot do is position ourself. Amen. So I'm going to talk about today is how Jehoshaphat positioned himself to receive. Amen. He positioned himself in many different ways. The first way that he positioned himself, a little backstory, what was going on in the, at that time was that he had received word that there were certain nations coming for them, Ammon, Moab, and Mount Seir. And these were no, these people weren't, they weren't little somebodies. This wasn't no street corner fight with you know with Mookie and Ray Ray and Pookie and them this was some serious business they were coming and they were coming strong they were coming and they were coming heavy they were coming and they were coming to crush Israel why because Israel was a threat amen Israel was a threat the place that God had put them in they wanted that space. See, the enemy wants your place in God. He wants, he sees you and he knows that you are a threat. That if he ever lets you get out from where you are, the, the, if he ever lets you get out from under the oppression, if he ever lets you get to the place where you are no longer depressed, you are no longer anxious, you are no longer confused, you are no longer straddling the fence, if he can get you out of that place, if he lets you get out of that place, then you are a threat to him. You are a weapon being fashioned by the living God to destroy the kingdom of hell. Amen. And so you have to know that the enemy sees you as a threat. Thank you, Jesus. Turn to, if you sit next to somebody or even put it in the chat, I'm a threat. I'm a threat. I'm a triple threat. I am no joke. The enemy can't mess with me. He is afraid of me. Oh, glory to God. I'm a threat. Ha, Jesus, I thank you, Lord. So the, the enemy was, was coming, and he was coming across the board, and he was coming to crush Israel. And Jehoshaphat saw this coming, and he said, hey, wait a minute. Wait a minute, hold up. This is something that is beyond us. This is something we cannot do. So what the first thing that he did is that he positioned himself 
to pray. He realized that he couldn't manage the fight that was in front of him. Come on, somebody. Be smart enough to know. Be wise enough to know where you are facing something that is beyond your means. See, God designs things. Oh, he will never let, give you more than you can bear. Oh, yes, he will, because he wants you to turn to him. The things that God gives us to, to manage is that we would reach out and experience the total and complete help of the Lord, his presence, his power, his provision, his ability to carry us. Oh, God, thank you, Jesus. And so when God does these things, when he allows the enemy to rise up like a flood, it's so that we can stand still and see him raise that standard. Amen. So that we can turn around and say, I know this situation is difficult. I know you can't deal with what you're seeing in front of you. I know you feel like this is completely impossible, but I know a God that when the enemy rises like a flood, he will raise a standard. I know a God that raised my dead situation and he raised it up in power and authority. I know a God that can heal me because I was sick in my body and they they put a death sentence on me but now here you see me standing not just standing barely standing but standing strong we serve a God who can we serve a God who will ah hallelujah Jesus so here comes uh my friend Jehoshaphat, and he turns around. He said, we need to pray. This is this is above me. I can't manage this. So I'm going to look to the hills from whence cometh my help. And not only did he go and pray, but he called the people to come and pray. He said, oh, we got to pray. We have to fast. That's good leadership. Amen. That's good leadership. And that's something that the Lord pointed out to me today. And I've come in on a couple of y'all services, and I've heard your, your pastor leading you strong through this whole crisis and really encouraging you and giving you something to look forward to, giving you hope in the midst of where there might be hopelessness, amen? Giving peace where there might be anxiety and fear, unknowing, the, the unknown can be very, very frightening for us. So when you have a good leader, you best appreciate what you have. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Some leaders can't lead themselves, never mind you. So when you have good leadership, you better thank God that you have them. So Jehoshaphat led them into a fast, led them to the throne and asked God for some help. What do we do? These folks are too big for us. So he positioned himself to pray. Amen. And then while he was praying, he went and he reminded God of his promises. He said, hey, man, listen, you, you took us here. You took us out of Egypt. You took my forefathers and everybody. You brought us here and you gave us this land. You gave this land to us many, many moons ago. Why is it? that you, Are you not God? Why are these people coming for us? Why would you not just destroy those people way long time ago? But you know what, God? I'm going to trust you. Lord, this is it. You gave us this land. Don't let the enemy come and take it from us. Tell us what to do. Because in the Bible, it says, we don't know what to do, but our eyes are on you. Position yourself. His eyes were on the Lord. His eyes were not on the circumstances. His eyes were not even on his own ability. Uh, and his, in his assumption that he could actually manage this thing because there was something above him. It was this thing was too much for him to manage. He couldn't do it. Ah, thank you, Jesus. There's nothing wrong with being able to stand in front of God and say, I don't know what to do, but Lord, my eyes are on you. Sometimes you have to go before the Lord and say, are you not God? 
Did you not say that you can do all things but fail? Did you not promise me this? Did you not say to somebody and have somebody come and confirm it? Did you not share this with me, Lord, that this is what you, you promised me? You said you were going to do this. Lord, Father, look, the enemy is coming to tear up everything that you planted. Did you do this? Are your arms shortened, Lord? Can you not reach to the and save to the uttermost? Lord God, what is going on here? I don't know what to do. My eyes are on you. Come on, somebody. We have to stand before God and say, I don't get it. Listen, this doesn't make any sense to me. Lord, I don't know. Father, I, 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 I mean, in the past couple of weeks, I had to go and stretch my hands to God and say, I don't know if I'm going to be able to make it through this. It's too much, God. But even, even in those moments, God will come back and he will answer. Amen. And so what ended up happening is the next stage, stage of, of positioning, he had to position himself to hear. Huh? Glory to God. So you position yourself to pray. Amen. Then you've got to position yourself to hear. And in, 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 able, in, in the reason why Jehoshaphat was able to, to hear God was because he was able to humble himself before the Lord, to listen to what God has to say. You told me you don't know what to do. I'm about to tell you what to do. So he positioned himself to hear. Amen. And so he heard the Lord and the Lord spoke to him and told him what to do. And he told him straight out, this is not your battle. It's my battle. Some of us can't hear that though. Some of us can't hear that. Some of us feel like, oh God, you need some help. No, Lord, I need to help you. Lord God, here, you want, maybe you could use this God. You want this God? Um, and how about, you want me to take notes, Jesus? How about my suggestion, God? Maybe I could tell you exactly what I want you to do, and you can just jump in and do it. No, see, you need to learn how to listen. You need to learn how to listen because the more times than not, God will tell you to do something that makes absolutely no sense. If you have not heard from God and had him hear you tell you to do something that don't make no sense, you haven't heard from God. When God tells you to be still, be still. Amen. It doesn't mean get your foot in the mess. It doesn't mean you are some kind of coast, a host or a consultant. You are, you have nothing to do with it. Hallelujah. Hide behind the cross. It's there for a purpose. Amen. Because it's bigger than you. It's bigger than your situation. Amen. Glory to God. Come on, somebody. Give God some praise in here. I thank you, Jesus, that I can just position myself to hear. I don't have to figure it out. I don't have to make it make sense. I don't have to intellectually dissect it. All I got to do is just position myself to hear and do what God says for me to do. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Then what happened was he said to them, go out against them. And the hope of the Lord is with you. He said, position yourself to see. Amen. Oh, glory to God. Here comes the next one. Position yourself to see. In order for you to see the Lord, hallelujah, work in your situation, you must obey the Lord. If they did not put themselves in the right position to see, they would have missed it. Amen. Go down to the bus stop and you're waiting for the 24. Go stand with the with the, the 248 comes. You're gonna miss it. Amen. If the if the if the bus schedule tells you go stand at the corner of this or the corner of that to catch the bus and you go across town, you're gonna miss it. Amen. Amen. You don't know better than God. You can't see further than Him. But if you want to see the Lord, you want to see the hand of God, then be still. If you want to see the hand of God, stand where he told you to stand. Obey the Lord. Come on, we don't, we don't hear that word enough. 
Obedience is better than sacrifice. He don't want you sorry. He wants your trust. When you obey the Lord, it screams, I trust you. It screams, I know nothing. You know everything. It says to God, I don't know what to do, but my eyes are on you. I'm going to do what you said because what you said works and what I do and say doesn't work. Come on, somebody. Obey the Lord. He wants to know that you know that he is God. Amen. And everything that God does, he does it so that you can see and others can see that he is God. If I don't put myself in the right position, then nobody's going to see that. All they're going to see is the mistakes that I make. Oh, glory to God. And the, the, the consequences that I have to reap from what, because of what I've sown. Amen. Amen. So this is the, this is the place where he was. And then the next place he put, they positioned themselves as they positioned themselves to praise. That's what the Lord told him to do. Go out there, stand still, give me some praise, worship me in this place because I'm about to show up and I'm about to show you the kind of God you serve. This is God's opportunity to show you the kind of God you serve. If you never let God help you, you won't know that he's a present help in the time of trouble. If you never let God do what he does best, then you will always be in the midst of whatever he's doing, tripping and messing up and hindering what God is trying to do. Some of you are waiting on God and he's waiting on you, waiting on you to stand still, waiting on you to do what he said to do, waiting on you to stop doing what you've been doing all this time and it don't work. Come on, somebody. Somebody needs to listen to what I'm telling you. Just be still. Wait and see what God has to say. Position yourself. Come on, somebody. They position themselves to praise. They position themselves to worship because worshiping always wins. Amen. Worshiping God opens you up. Oh, worshiping God brings you to a place where God can deposit in you what you need to wait, what you need to go through, what you need to sustain, what you need to stand, stand still, what you need to hold fast. So God, sometimes you got to hold your ground with everything that you have. Worshiping God always wins. Amen. Hallelujah. How can I be still? Oh, glory to God. You just have to worship you have to just praise. And when you praise and you worship, see, I'm a worship leader and I appreciate praise in a, in a different kind of way. I love to worship. I love to praise. I'm always in here singing and carrying on and lifting up the name of Jesus. I'm not afraid to tell God I love him. I'm not afraid to tell God he's good. I'm not afraid if my neighbors hear me screaming and hollering because I love him so much because he's been good to me, y'all. He's been good to me. I don't know how it is that I'm going through all of what I'm going through and I haven't lost it yet. Oh, Lord Jesus, I Thank you. Oh, glory to God. I give you praise, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God, for being good. Worship always wins. Yes, Lord, you are good to me. Lord, thank you, Jesus. Sometimes you just got to stand up and say, ah, oh, God, you are good to me. I don't care what you don't have. Open up the fridge. It's empty. Lord, you're so good because you're a provider. Oh, you get up and you're feeling sick in your body. Oh, God, thank you, Jehovah Rapha. You are a healer. Oh, glory to God. Somebody don't want you. Thank you, Lord, that you have internally accepted me into the beloved. I'm not a bastard. I'm adopted by you. Oh, Lord God, we just have to give God praise in spite of it all. Come on. Somebody say, God, you are good. When, when Pastor Jesus, thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. 
Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. When Pastor LT came up and she read the, the 103rd Psalm, I, I was blown away. That's one of my favorite Psalms because one of the things that the enemy tries to get you to believe, especially when you're going through, is God is not good. They try to, he's an accuser. He likes to not just accuse the brethren, he accuses God all the time. He accuses God of not being good. He accuses God of not being a healer. He accusing, accuses God of not loving you, of not caring about what you're going through. But we serve a God that cares about us. Our names are engraved in the palm of his hands. Our walls are ever before him. He can never forget about us. He never takes his eyes off us. He that watches over Israel neither slumbers nor he does he sleep. Amen. The Lord, the eyes of the, of the Lord are upon the righteous and his ears are attentive to their cry. The Lord loves you. Amen. He absolutely adores you. You are the best to him. You're his favorite child all the time. You are the only child in the world to him. When he's with you, he's with you. When he's with me, he's with me. And so on and so on. He has the ability to be individual and collective all at the same time. We serve an awesome God. Amen. Amen. And when you position yourself into that place of worship, you open up your soul to receive the truth, to receive the ministry, to receive the water that is necessary to refresh your soul. Come on, somebody. God is a God that restores your soul. Amen. And if you are in a position where you cannot hold the truth, there's a crack somewhere and you need to ask God what's broken in me that needs fixing so that when I praise you, I don't feel good for two Two days and then for the next three days I'm a mess again and then somebody prays me out the pit and I'm good for another two days and then I'm a hot mess again why because there's something in your soul that you're holding on to there's something in your soul that is contrary to who God is to God's truth and so when you're holding on to the lie and nursing that lie it's in operation and if it's an operation then it's opposing the, the truth of God the truth that says I am fearfully and wonderfully made if you're holding on to the low self-esteem from the past then that lie that the enemy planted in your soul from your parents your husband whoever it's, it's opposing the truth but when you position yourself, oh, glory to God, the Lord can take away the things that are in hindering your relationship with him and you can receive the blessings of God. So we think that the blessings of God is the, the car, the house, the money and all these things and the, the titles and the, 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 the platforms. That's not the blessing of God. That's not the blessing of God. The greatest gift that Job received was a a completely different perspective of who God was. That was the blessing. It wasn't the double portion. That's just the sprinkles on top. That's the jimmies, right? That's the jimmies on the ice cream. The actual treat itself is knowing God in a way that he did not know. That was the whole intentions of it. That whole storm that Job went through was so that he could get to know God in a different way. To know him is to know him in the fellowship of his sufferings. Come on, somebody. It's true. It's true. It's true. But we're so busy trying to get out of the hot seat. We're too busy trying to run away from suffering that we never see the hand of God come in because we can't position ourselves in the right place to receive. Which brings me to my next point. Check your position. Check your position. 
Glory to God. Being in the wrong place will cause you to miss out. And I'm going to prove that to you uh, just because how important that your position, amen, is. In Psalms 1 and 1, it says, Blessed is the man that walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, does not stand in the path of, of, of sinners, and does not sit in the seat of the scornful. Those are three different positions, amen? That's three different positions. And if you are somebody who is walking in the counsel of the ungodly or walking in the counsel of yourself, amen, walking in the counsel of your situation, because our situation tells us things. It tells us that God can't. It tells us that this is impossible. It tells us that this can't be fixed. But if we stand and if we stand in that place, we're not going to be able to hear God. We're not going to be able to see God. We're not going to be able to praise God. If you're walking with the sinner man, if you're standing in that place where you are immersed in sinful lifestyle, sinful behaviors, you are not going to receive what you need from God. You can't serve two masters. You got to make it up in your mind. You're going to be God or you're going to be the enemy because there is no in between. There's no lukewarm. You're not going to be received that way. This is not a Sunday church thing. This is a lifestyle change. So you cannot stand in the pathway of sinners and expect God to be present in that place with you and, and blessing you in that place. You can't sit in the seat of the scornful. You, you got to check your position. You got to make sure you are in the right place. Glory to God. Where are you? Are you stuck in disobedience? Where are you? Are you stuck in unforgiveness? Where are you? Are you positioned in, in pride and stubbornness? Where are you? Are you positioned worshiping idols and, and putting other things above the Lord? Are you positioned in prayerlessness? Are you positioned in wickedness? Are you positioned in a place where you can't see God because this, this flesh is in your way? Check your position. Check your position. Where are you? Where are you? And don't ask yourself that question. Is immediately the answer is going to be, I'm fine. It's not wrong. I'm in the right place. You know, I'm seeking the Lord. Anyway, it's, it's fine. I'm here. I'm God. I'm good, God. You good? I'm good. Praise the Lord. Don't look around at your situations like my bills is paid and I got my car. And so I must be in the right place, Lord. This is me. Hello, God. Amen. The Bible says that the heart is desperately wicked and deceitful above all things. Who could know it? Your heart will deceive you. Your heart will deceive you every single time. Glory to God. Your heart will deceive you. It will tell you everything's good. It will tell you, you know, I, I got it all together. That is what your heart is going to tell you. But the only discerner of hearts is God himself. And he absolutely knows where you're at. I always ask God, check me. Check me, Lord. Check me. Am I right with you? Are, are we good, God? Look in the mirror and say, Lord, don't show me what I see. Because sometimes I see things in the mirror and I'm like, shoot, I look good. And then all of a sudden I go into another mirror or I put on that outfit. I'm like, um, this doesn't fit. And I need to take it off. <laughs> this ain't really looking good. So you, you ever experienced that? Some one mirror looks nice, and then the next mirror, you're like, whoa, never mind, right? And you, you're looking at yourself in the mirror, and you're like, my makeup looks good. And then you go outside in the light, you're like, whoa, I look like Bozo the Clown because you got too much makeup on. Make sure that you're not being deceived by what you see. 
Amen. And ask God to check you. Ask God to tell you what 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 do I see? What you see, God, when you see me. Amen. When we used to go out back in the day, we go out to a party. Girl, how I look? I look good. Yeah, you look nice. If they were your friends, of course. They were like, oh, you look good. Or somebody would be like, girl, don't even go back in the room and take that mess off if that doesn't look good on you. God is going to give you that check. Position yourself to hear him. Put yourself in a position. Ask God. Am I seeing what I'm, I, am, am I am I seeing right here? Am I in the right place? Amen. Come on, somebody. Are you positioned in wickedness? So you can't serve two gods. I don't know. This thing came to me last night when I was talking to God and, and praying and, and putting my notes together. Please leave the 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 horoscopes and all that you know astrology. Leave all that mess alone. Leave all that mess alone. The, that, that is you giving the enemy dominion over your future. You, he doesn't have that right. He doesn't have that ability. Leave all that mess alone. Leave all that stuff alone. Put down uh, you know, psychic stuff and tea leaves, sage burning. Cut it all out. That's, that's all rooted in wickedness. That is not God. What do you need to clear the, the air in your home? Worship, praise, obedience. You need the spirit of God. You don't need no sage. You don't need no sage. You're opening up a door for all kinds of mess to come in your house. And then you're wondering why you can't sleep at night. You're wondering why you're in a whole funk. You're wondering why every time, the more you clean up your house, the messier it gets. You're wondering why you got headaches and, and, and things of that nature. All kinds of hell is in your home because you're out there doing stuff. That's wickedness. Don't let the, don't let the world fool you. That is wickedness. It's witchcraft. Come on, somebody, call it like it is. It is witchcraft. And if the devil knocked on your door right now, none of you would open it. Thank you, Jesus. None of you would open that door. None of you. So don't open the door for the devil in any way. Don't be deceived. Ask God, help me to see correctly. Help me to see the truth. Thank you, Lord. That kind of mess clouds your vision. You can't see God and you can't even say you see where you're supposed to be. I, I'm telling you right now, I'm speaking to somebody. Go home or were you already home? Get up, go throw the sage out in the garbage and not in your uh, garbage in the house. Put it outside and don't put that mess up no more. If you're in a Facebook group that has anything to do with astrology, take yourself out of it right now. God is not joking in this time and in this season. There is an incredible door open in the spirit realm right now, and souls are leaving this earth in, in, in numbers that we have not seen in our lifetime. Please go and, and get yourself in order. Amen? God is not joking. He's not playing. You don't need anything but him. The only sweet-smelling savor God wants to smell is your worship. Amen. Amen. Come on. Oh, glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Don't be mad at me. I'm a truth teller. I just tell the truth. Amen. I just tell the truth. Amen. Praise the Lord. And let's just get to my next point. When you are positioned in that proper place, you are now in line to receive. What ended up happening when they positioned themselves in the right place? Their enemies turned on each other. Two enemies turned on the, the one enemy and destroyed the bigger one. 
And then the they then the two enemies that turn on the bigger one turned on one another, praise the Lord, and ended up destroying each other. And when it was finished, the Bible said there was nobody left alive. They were utterly destroyed. See, when God, and there's been many times where God will, you've heard in the Bible where you will come across that phrase, utterly destroyed. That means there's nothing left. Amen? So when you go out and you try to handle things your way, you try to manipulate things. I always tell people, whatever you manipulate, you have to maintain. And there's no way that you, that's when all of a sudden you see your relationship starts to fall apart because you're trying to control that man or you're trying to control that woman by using mind games. Anything you manipulate, you have to maintain. And I'm telling you right now, baby, you can't do it. You can't do it. And what ends up happening is instead of the enemy, the, the Lord coming up and destroying the enemy that's coming after your marriage, your relationship, your children, whatever your job relationships, whatever it is that the enemy is trying to mess with and trying to take away from you, you interfering and putting, inserting yourself in that place means that now I have to maintain this place. Oh, I done, I done fixed it and I convinced this person to do what I want. And now all of a sudden, you're weary, you're a hot mess because you're doing God's job and you're not cut out for it, honey. You're not cut out for that kind of work. We can't do it. Amen. But because Jehoshaphat admitted he couldn't do it and he positioned himself and heard what the Lord said, he watched his enemies get destroyed right before his face. And they didn't lift a finger. They only lifted up holy hands and gave God the glory. Praise the Lord Jesus. See, praise charges the atmosphere. When you're going through something and God is saying, give me praise, it's because he's moving. He's doing something. Take, take notice of that. And while they were praising, God was destroying their enemy. Come on, somebody. Don't tell yourself you can't praise God because things don't look right. Praise God while he destroys your enemy. Praise God and charge the atmosphere. Set the, the, the stage for the Lord to come up and show you I'm God all by myself. Oh, Lord, thank you, Jesus. That is what made Israel such a threat. It wasn't them. It was God. In the, in the, in the, in the city of Jericho. They turned around and they locked that city down. Why? Not because they were afraid of Israel. They were afraid of the God of Israel. There was a wall. There was a retaining wall. They weren't joking. The Bible said nothing could get in. Nothing could get out because they were like, we ain't letting that God in here. Because if, if, if the God of Israel comes for us, we're done. Huh. Come on, somebody. The devil knows who your father is. Position yourself in the right place. They collected the spoils of that war for three days. Three days it took them. Three whole days to collect the spoils. That's how much how much blessing that was there. And the Bible says that they changed the name of that place and called it a place of blessing. Amen. See, when you listen to God, when you pray, when you hear, when you when you and, and obey, when you position yourself to see, when you position yourself to praise, when you check your position and make sure that it's right, and if it ain't right, you correct yourself. When you do all of those things, not only will God bless you, but then He will transform the place that you're in, and the very place that was a place of war and a place of of, of chaos and a place of suffering and sadness and trouble, they turn. Turned it in. He turned it into a place of peace, a place of rest, a place of blessing, a place of victory. Hallelujah. Glory to God. God doesn't take it and make it, and, you know, and bring things out in different, different ways. He didn't, he didn't move them. 
He made all things new in the same place because it was something that he gave them. And when God gives you something, no devil in hell can take it away from you. And if the enemy comes in and wrecks shop, then God will come in and he will turn that place back into the place that he intended it for you to be if you just position yourself. So the time is short, ladies and gentlemen. We are getting ready to come out of this place. See, the dove has already gone out. The dove has already gone out looking for dry land. And when the dove comes back, the, the waters are going to recede. And we the, this, this ark that we're in, it's going to run aground. And when it runs aground, we're going to come out. I hope that we come out with what God gave us to start over again and not the mess that we tried to bring in the ark in the first place. Leave some things behind in this season. I hope you're taking advantage of this opportunity to sit before the Lord. There's some things that you ain't going to be able to take into that next place. You're not going to be able to take into that place a blessing. You're not going to be able to take it. Glory to God. You have to decide what you want. Do you want the old or do you want the new? Glory to God. Strip. Let the Lord strip you. Let the Lord bring you down to that place where all you have is just enough to start over because you're going into a place of incredible blessing. I don't know about you, but I'm ready to throw it all away. Whatever it is that's in my way, Lord, move it out the way. Lord God, and whatever it is, I'm not going to stand in this place. I'm not going to sit here and grieve forever. I will take my time and do what I have to do, but I'm not going to stand in this place. Not too long, because there are there's a, a, a great change on the horizon, and we just have to make certain that we position ourselves. So position yourself today, Kingdom Empowerment Center. Position yourself. Get ready to receive what God has for you. Pastor Lorraine, get ready to receive what God has for this ministry. The Lord spoke to me yesterday, and he told me that he fights against those who fight against you. Oh, glory to God. Those who can't see the vision, those that have their own vision, he will, he contends with them. So you don't have to worry about what anybody has to say to you. Just press forward and do what God said. You have a vision. You have positioned yourself. The Lord is getting ready to bring you into that place that he showed you, that wealthy place, that place that is flowing with blessings and flowing with the anointing of God. There is a, there's a, there's a, a burden that you have been carrying for the people. And the Lord said he is carrying you across that threshold. And he's about to manifest the very things that he has shown you in the spirit realm. It's getting ready to manifest in the natural. I tell my, my people here uh, that God does not operate in the earth. He operates in eternity. God cannot fit in this world. So he operates in eternity. Oh, glory to Jesus. So when God speaks, he speaks from a place of eternity. He doesn't speak from a place of time. Amen. God steps into time to manifest the situation that he, or whatever he's promised you, he manifests it in time, but he doesn't speak it in time. Because if he spoke it in time, then it would have a time, a time limit. It would have an expiration date on it. So he speaks in eternity. That way, whatever he gives, whatever he speaks, whatever he presents, whatever he manifests in your life, it's not just for you, but it's for those who will come after you. Your children, your children's children, generations will experience what God has given us because he speaks in eternity. He does not speak in time. Lord, thank you, Jesus. Even when he was speaking to Sarah and he said, at the time of life, 
When I come back, he said, I'm coming back at the time of life because he can't, he's not in, he's not here. He's not in the earth. He is in eternity. He said, I'm going to, the time of life is going to come. I'm going to, there's a appointed time, a set time. I'm going to open up time and step back in and I'm going to come and you're going to, I'm going to touch your womb. Your womb is going to be awakened and you are going to bear a son. Amen. At the time of life, the Lord opened up time and spoke to Mary and said, you will bear a son and his name is Jesus. And at the time of life, when it was time for Jesus to go back up to heaven, he opened up time again and received his son back into the kingdom and seated him at his right hand. God is a awesome God. Let's let me tell you, don't, don't, don't get it twisted. God is the best. There is nobody greater than him. There's no one above him. There's no one beside him. There's no one that can compete with him. There's no one that can step to God at all in the name of Jesus. So when you have your situation, whatever it is, even now, post it in the chat. I exalt God over my problems. Whatever problems you have right now, lift up the name of Jesus over those problems because there is no name that is greater than that name. Exalted over depression, exalted over financial difficulties, exalted over marital problems, exalted over problems with your children, exalted over your, your health, whatever the issue is, your, your, your inability to hear God, your inability to see or pray, exalt his name above it. There is no name. There is no name. Take that thing captive and bring it down and make it be obedient to the name and the power and the truth of who Jesus is. Oh, glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. Thank you, Father. I give God glory and honor and praise. I give God glory and honor and praise. I give God glory, honor, and praise. I want to just take a minute. I'm and I, hopefully I'm not going over my time. Uh, Pastor Renee, not name, sorry, Pastor Lorraine. I, I wanted to uh, just there's somebody here that is sitting on a business that God has been telling you to start it. And the Lord said, I'm here right now to launch you out into the deep. I don't know who I'm speaking to. It's like you got everything set up, and this whole coronavirus hit. And you just took two steps back. The Lord said, launch the business. Don't depend on the, the economy to fund this or to get your business going. You don't know what's about to happen. See, the wealth of the wicked is stored up uh, uh, for the righteous. Amen. So cross that threshold. Launch that business. Don't care what people tell you or what people think. Oh, she's crazy. Why is she doing it right now? This is the time. This is the season for God to really bring, launch out your business. Stand fast. Go on and do what you got to do. And don't worry about what other things or what, what you see in front of you or what other people have to say. That business is going to flourish. That business is going to be right on time in a season where there isn't. Oh, my God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Father, I pray for uh, every person under the sound of my voice. I thank you, Lord, for your mercy, your goodness, your grace. Thank you for your strength, Lord Father. Thank you for your love, oh God. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for your ability to do all things but fail. 
thank you, Jesus. Pour your spirit down on your people today. I pray, Lord God, that whatever it is that they came to the altar with today would not leave the, the, this, the, this spot with them, Lord God, that it would stay at the altar. It would be absorbed by your spirit, by your presence. Send angels down to pick up the burdens of your people and take them up to you, Lord God. But you said, oh God, to us in your word for us to cast our cares upon you for you care for us. Lord Jesus, I pray that there would be an exchange of our burdens. Uh, there would be an exchange of our faithlessness, our hopelessness, our despair. We, there will be an exchange, Lord Father, of anything, Lord God, that affects our position in you. In the name of Jesus, position this church, position this body, position this section of the vineyard, Lord, to receive the spoils. You all have really endured a whole lot of things, not just on an individual level, but collectively as well as a ministry you have endured a great deal in this season. And the Lord said, it is time to cross you from this place. Just position yourself, watch God, turn the enemy and confuse him and destroy whatever stronghold, whatever interference, God is picking it up and pushing it out and moving everything, clearing the way for you to get through and go where you need to go and do the things that God has called you to, to do. You are a city on a hill. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father. I thank you for your time today. I thank you for just uh, being here and being present. And I thank you for all the, the worship that I see going on and the agreement. I thank you for just I thank you. God bless you. And I thank God. And I'm, I'm going to continue to be praying for you all. Thank you so much. God bless you. I'll turn it back over to you, Pastor Lorraine. Amen. 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 Thank you, Pastor Tasha, for the word of the Lord today. Oh, my God. Uh, thank you. Were y'all blessed today by that word? Did you receive that word today? Amen. Right on time. Yes. Come on. Come on. Give God praise for Pastor Tosh. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, God, for that word today. Thank you. Let's position ourselves, position ourselves, position ourselves to see, position yourself to hear, position yourself to praise, because worship always wins. I'm going to use that. <laughs> worship always wins. Check your position Okay, because being in the wrong place causes you to miss out because God wants to get us to the place of blessing, to transform the place that you are in. My God, my God, he's, God is telling somebody to launch out. God's got us. He gave us a word for us. I thank you. I thank you for the prophetic word for me that he fights against those who fight against me. I receive that, that we as a ministry have endured, but God said this is our season to cross over. God is crossing us over. When we've been preaching about that in Joshua, crossing over, God is crossing us over. It's time for us to cross over the obstacles in the Jordan. It is our season Oh my God, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Glory to God. That was a word today. Yes, whatever you manipulate, you got to maintain. Woo! <laughs> that needs to go on. Whatever you manipulate, you have to maintain. Stop manipulating. Let go, let God. Jesus, my God, have mercy. Thank you for. Uh, speaking that word today, 
uh, Pastor Tasha. Thank you for your realness. We pray that God uh, would even cover you, uh, heal your heart in the midst of everything that you've been going through. Thank you, because you could have came back and told me no, <laughs> but thank you for your honesty. Thank you for sharing. Um, and I pray that uh, God would just even elevate you higher and higher. I tell you all already, she is. Um, she has a biblical counseling service. So if you need her information, you can get a hold of me. She does counseling. Um, and so we thank God for her today. Amen, amen, amen. Oh, glory to God. This I told y'all to share this. I told you all that you were in for a treat, that God was going to speak um, and that, 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 uh, this is going to be, this is going to be a, a good day. And, uh, so we got to position ourselves. All right. So position yourself, position yourself, leave some stuff behind so that God can give you the new, leave some stuff behind so that God can get you the new. What do you need to leave, leave behind? I don't want to go over the whole sermon, but leave that sage, leave all that horoscope. Cause I, I loved, and I, I think I wrote it in the chat. Cause then you, you, you giving the enemy dominion over your future. Cause, Oh yeah, I need, I need to read my astrology stuff. That that's giving the enemy dominion over your future. Jesus, leave that stuff alone. Y'all leave that alone. If you hearing this, through Zoom, watching on Facebook, or um, going uh, watching through YouTube. Leave this stuff alone, folks. Leave this stuff alone. Check yourself and check in with God. God, am I am I cool? <laughs> Come on, are we cool? Check yourself, Jesus. But so this was a word today. We thank you. We thank you. Oh, glory to God! I done. I I, I got to get back on track here. <laughs> Hallelujah. Glory to God. Lord, we just thank you. We receive this word. I stand as um, the shepherd of this house, and I declare we receive this word. I receive this word. We receive this word as Kingdom Empowerment Center. We receive what you spoke to us, that we will position ourselves to see, position ourselves to hear, and position ourselves in praise. We're going to position ourselves and check ourselves, Lord, and check in with you and check ourselves with you, God, to make sure we in the right position so that this is our season, God, to cross over. We're hearing the word that you were speaking to us. We thank you and we receive it in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. That's right. If you receive this word, write it in the chat, write it on Facebook. I receive it. I receive it. If you're just on the phone, just say it out loud. I receive it. I receive this word today. I receive it. I receive it. Come on. Come on. I receive it. I receive it. I receive it. God is called. God is requiring some things of us. We've got to, you've got to now agree with it. You've got to confess, confess with your mouth, believe in your heart, but you've got to make a confession. You've got to make a confession. All right, you've got to confess. That's that's way of salvation. It's a way of our deliverance. It's a way to get to our blessing. We've got to confess some things. So so you got to say, I receive it. I receive it. Stop saying, well, I don't need to write that. I don't need to know. She talked about obedience. <laughs> she talked about obeying God, obeying the word. And 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 this is what God God looks. Do you obey? And and God because that says you trust him. So you, you got to show it. I receive it. I, I don't feel like typing. I don't feel like saying. Ain't nobody going to hear me. God hears you and God sees you. 
I receive it. I receive it, God. I receive this word today. You don't need to know, Pastor Tosh. You know, you don't need to know. I brought her in here. You, that's all you got to. I receive it. I receive it. I receive it. Come on. You say it, say it. I receive it. Write it. I receive it. Obedience. That's the key. That she talked about. Obedience is key. Hear that word today. Some of us feel we can do our own thing, our own way. I'll need to do all that. I'll need to listen. No, look, check yourself. Woo! Glory to God. Come on, somebody. I don't need people. See, then we worry about, well, I don't want people to know I'm on this. I don't want people. Who, who cares? I'm like, get over that. Get over that, please. There's no time for that. People are dying. People just, and you worried about, well, I don't want people to know I'm watching this. I want people. Who cares? <laughs> who cares? I receive it. Receive it. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Kingdom Empowerment Center's Empowerment Podcast. For more information, go to www.kecmass.org or follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at KECMass.